How does it feel, Olivia, to be back here? Asked Diana, as she stared at Olivia's face intently, whose attention was unwaveringly fixed upon the precipice that they were stood atop of. It feels... It feels strange, to be honest. Good, but strange. It feels like... Like... Like I've somehow come full circle, to be honest, replied Olivia, as she looked at Diana with a smile and with tears welling up in both of her eyes. It feels like it did back then. An end as well as a new beginning. It does indeed, replied Diana with a nervous smile as she looked at Olivia and then at Melissa. Diana sighed and then she looked at Olivia and said, You know, Olivia, I've been meaning to tell you something for a while. Something that I have wanted to tell you for years, but... But I guess there is no better place than right here and no better time than right now to tell you that I was here too all those years ago. I was there. I was here with my mother, Tala, when she, when she, when she awoke the wolf in you. At first, I was led to believe that she gave you the gift of the wolf and turned you into a werewolf. However, from what you have told me, all she did was open the door for the wolf within you to walk through so that you and they could become what you were always meant to become, one and the same, explained Diana, as she wept out of the feeling of regret that she felt for not telling Olivia sooner that she was with her when she died and was then reborn a wolf. You were there? said Melissa in shock as she looked at both Diana and then to her mother. I was, Diana replied in a whisper. There were a few moments of silence in which only the sound of the trees swaying in the breeze could be heard. However, then Olivia looked at Diana and smiled, and then she said, I know. I know you were. I've always known in some way. I don't know why and I don't know how, but from the moment I first saw you in your mother's house in North Dakota, I knew that I'd seen you before. I also knew from the moment that I saw you that I liked you and that I trusted you. And time has proven me right, because I would not be here without you. You saved me. You looked after Melissa while I could not. You treated my daughter as if she were your own. And for that, I will always be eternally grateful. And you will forever be my sister, Diana, who I love and who will always be one of the most important pieces of the puzzle of our family. Diana did not know what to say. However, it was only after a few seconds that she knew what she wanted to do, to wrap her arms around both Olivia and Melissa and embrace them as a sister and a daughter who she loved more than she could ever say. As the day grew later, Olivia, Melissa and Ayanna returned to their home of Mistletoe Cottage and got ready to be taken by a red limousine straight to the wedding ceremony where Olivia's betrothed, Vega, the Vampire King, would be awaiting their arrival. Olivia looked beautiful in her long crimson-coloured wedding dress, carrying a bouquet of twelve long-stemmed red roses, as was tradition in vampire wedding ceremonies. 
However, not every vampire wedding was so lavish, nor was it so public. Both Melissa and Iana also looked wonderful in their black bridesmaid dresses. In attendance at the wedding ceremony would be vampires, werewolves, angels, ghosts, a mermaid queen, apparently, and perhaps even a god or two. Again, apparently. And also the fathers and the mothers of the bride, both Olivia's biological parents as well as the parents who had adopted her, who she loved equally. So, by all accounts, the wedding would be one to be remembered, which of course it was, for many reasons. Vega broke through the wooden confines of his vessel coffin just as the sun was about to dip below the horizon and it didn't take him long to climb through the six feet of dirt between him and the surface before finally climbing out of his grave and finding himself surrounded by the twelve of the members of the vampire council who had watched over him while he was resting. However, upon breaking free of his gravesite against the backdrop of the sun setting in the west, Vega knew that he felt stronger than ever and ready to marry Olivia Hunter and make her his wife. And he also knew that he loved Olivia with all his heart, which he declared openly to all who could hear his voice. Olivia, Melissa and Iana arrived at the gateway to the grounds of Vega's mansion home at exactly 3.55pm and it didn't take the red limousine they were riding in more than a few minutes to drive up the long driveway that led to Vega's home and the place from which vampire society was centralised. When the red limousine pulled up inside the courtyard of the mansion, and the door on the right-hand side of the limousine was open for Olivia to step out, Olivia, Melissa and Iana were immediately greeted by the sight of a long red carpet that had an innumerable number of flaming torches running alongside it on either side that appeared to stretch far into the distance. Olivia was also overjoyed to see the faces of both of her fathers, her biological father and her adoptive father, who would both be escorting her up the aisle which was a choice that Olivia had made early on in the planning stages of the wedding and to her was sort of a deal-breaker. After exiting the limousine, before she did anything else, Olivia turned to look at the smiling faces of her friend and sister Iana and her daughter Melissa, and then she looked in turn at the proud-looking faces of her fathers, before she turned, smiled and was taken by the arms of her parents and then proceeded to walk down the aisle to where she knew Vega awaited her. As Olivia walked down the aisle, she passed an ensemble of different wedding attendees, who could have been anybody for all she knew, because when it came to sending out the wedding invitations and who should be invited, though of course she had a say in who she wanted and didn't want at her wedding, for the most part she left everything to Vega and the wedding planner. 